0: Welcome to And Almost Starring, the show where each week we take a film and break down the casting, including who almost starred. I'm Jeff Ronan. I'm
1: Amy Jo Jackson.
0: And it's the start of Juna Davis Month. We're looking at Earth Girls Are Easy.
1: For better or for worse, out there in
0: Amy Joe, how are you doing today? Happy birthday to me. <laughs> Thank
1: you for doing this movie explicitly the week of my birthday-ish. Oh, I requested it. I am so happy. She's... I love this movie. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Oh, Amy Joe. Happy birthday, my dear. Oh, thanks. Oh, brother. Um, yes, this is your your birthday.
1: Technically just Past my birthday, yes, past. But, but yes, um, I yes, said, we, please,
0: please, we, <laughs>
1: can we do this one? Please, we have some more Gina Davis. Gina
0: Davis. More Gina Davis? Yeah, what, you, hear, you heard us, more. Um, Yeah, you know, we wanted to do a full month celebrating our girl Gina Davis, and... Uh, this first week is is Amy Jo's birthday week, so we gotta do this silly, silly movie. Which, Camp-tastic listener, if you spectacular. haven't seen it
1: get on it. I hadn't seen it till last uh, year around this time, and. I have been missing
0: (laughs) Ow! This is right. As as an uh, aficionado, an an appreciator, a patron of camp, Camp I feel like you're missing.
1: Camp musicals and like strong, intentionally comedic performances. Oh, yeah. Oh, so fun. (laughs) uh.
0: Oh, it really is. But yeah, all this month, listener, we are going to have some grade A Gina Davis movies for you. One whole month celebrating, including on our Patreon. What? what? Jeff? what? A Jeff? A Patreon? Patreon. Uh, yes, Amy and, and me, Jeff. Uh, yes, yes we've, we've started we've... Patreon. So you can find find us on Patreon. We'll have it linked on our website and on our Instagram. Um, but you'll be getting some brand new content kicking off with this month, a continuing Juna Davis month, a commentary, watch along track to the fly. And listener, Oof. this is Amy Joe's. First time seeing I'm gonna the say fly. first and
1: only. First and only. <laughs> yes,
0: we have already recorded this commentary. <laughs> so I am I am not just blowing smoke, folks. This is a great A commentary because oh, Amy brother. Joe's getting to getting to watch this movie along with Amy Joe was, was a real highlight, folks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a real
0: highlight of this podcast. So gross.
1: <laughs> um, but I enjoyed yep. myself thoroughly.
0: Really. Oh, uh, we're having a grand old time breaking down the casting, breaking down all, all the nasty body heart just Ooh, just really boy.
1: having it hit me in real time was <laughs> i oh anyway it's it, it's available on our on our patreon we'll be dropping a bonus episode of some kind of yes month. you'll sometimes be it, it'll yeah. be a commentary sometimes it'll be a regular up, you know
0: absolutely we got a few different tiers come check us out and see if you want to drop us uh Couple bucks, and maybe we'll drop you a couple of new apps and commentaries, yeah. and uh, there might be some episodes on TV shows in the future and yeah. all kinds of fun stuff.
1: We'll we'll keep it fresh for you. Um, we'll Jeff does it fresh. an awful lot of work for this podcast, and <laughs> I do less work. But you know, it, it is now you're that here. you're here with me right. now. I'm here right now. I mean, now that like life is getting yeah. a lot busier in a late stage pandemic kind of way, it's like okay, this is it's just harder to carve out the time and. and it's just like you know what if we're going to like do this let's like
0: it is harder to carve out the time, so we're gonna let's carve out some more time some and more get some shame. bonus Patreon exclusive. exclusive episodes. episodes. Uh, so yeah, come check us out. But for right now, we're not on our Patreon. Where Heck are we? No. We're on the free feed. We're in the main feed. We're in the main feed, and we're talking about Earth Girls Are Easy, which came out on May twelfth, nineteen eighty-nine, and was directed by Julian Temple and written by Julie Brown, Charlie Coffey, and Terence E. McNally. Note it, the E. Not not <laughs> Not Broadway legend Terrence McNally, but Terrence E. McNally. I mean, Joe. So you've already been saying a bit, but what's that experience with Earth Girls Are Easy? You just saw it for the first time yeah. like two years ago or no, so like now. No, like last year. Oh, it was we just watched, just watched last it last
1: year. We watched it for the second time on your birthday, right? But I had I, I truly hadn't seen it till yeah, till last summer, early summer, I want to say. I don't know what I thought it was. It was one of those things where I think. I mistakenly had it in my mind as some totally different kind of film. I think you've mentioned it a few times on the pod when referencing like oh well Jim Carrey was doing this or so and so was
0: doing that. Mm. I'm
1: like, "Wait, who's in that movie? Yeah,
0: wh- why is so many In yeah, like, in the way huge that actors in, in the, the way that film?
1: I thought the show Veronica Mars
0: Yeah took place on Mars uh,
1: no in the way that I had conflated it with Veronica's Closet oh. and another <laughs> show I never watched
0: I would conflate Veronica's Closet with Victoria's Secret and I assumed it was some <laughs> show about like maybe models or something is, I, I don't, don't know, know about
1: know. Veronica's Closet but now I know Veronica Mars mm-hmm. but it wasn't until you were like no it's Kristen Bell Teen Detective I was like hold on
0: what <laughs> well it sounds like something we're gonna binge we and,
1: and binge and we did. but like so this I don't know what I thought it was but it wasn't this and truly from the first moment, like the credits are incredible, and then it immediately starts, and I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> i should have been watching this
0: for 20 years yeah i would say it does take a does take a few minutes because we start with the cold open where we meet our our aliens and they're speaking and kind of just like they're just saying their lines backwards it's kind of their like made up alien language
1: point I, i also it took me a minute and by a minute i mean longer than a literal minute to figure out that these were some of the jim famous carrie damon
0: waynes and jeff Goldblum. Yeah, i didn't put all that together for a some bit some of them in some shots it's so obvious yes and sometimes it's like i don't know what kind of muppet i'm looking at right now Correct. but um yes there are it it takes a while sometimes to be like this is and then jim carrey will make a jim carrey face and you're like well, oh there's no latex yeah. and no no amount of fur makeup and latex that can cover uh, that uh, up uh. <laughs> Um, Yes. And I had only seen this, I think, once before we watched it together uh, because I saw it it had popped up on HBO Max. I was like, oh, this this movie, this is fun, I think. But I forget what why or when I saw it. I just know that I did. And I remembered liking it. And that was about it. But I'm so glad that I was like, Amy hey, Jo, let's throw this on. I think Ugh. this is going to be a good time. What a romp. So spoilers ahead. If you have not seen Earth Girls Are Easy, you haven't seen in a while. Here's a brief-ish synopsis. We have these three furry aliens, Mac, which is Jeff Goldblum, Zebo, which is Damon Wayans, and Whiplock, which is Jim Carrey. Right. Uh, and that- they
1: look like straight out of a crayon box. Like... <laughs> They're Wait, just brightly they
0: are, colored. They are like Crayola monkeys. They are like Crayola yeah, yeah. chimpanzees. A little.
1: They're they're in like these furry suits, but they're completely painted the exact this color like of the fur
0: underwear yeah, over peculiar. the fur. It's a strange choice. Um, but they <laughs> they see this broadcast of like just like look at these these hair they're hairless just all these like scantily clad women dancing and like we have to go to where the women are and they crash land in southern california in the pool of Valerie Gale yeah, our not, girl Gina
1: not just southern california but the valley
0: specifically in the valley they crash land in Valerie's pool who's a manicurist at curl up and dye hair salon. Mm. A lot of great stuff dye like that Dye, D-Y-E.
1: Everything is like the attention to detail with all of the set deck and all of the color choices and everything is so like bam It's so
0: fun. <laughs> but yeah, so Valerie is trying to seduce her fiancé, Dr. Ted Gallagher, because they, ha- they haven't had sex, Amy, in two, two weeks. weeks. Can you even believe well, it? Well,
1: they haven't, but he sure has. Oh,
0: good point. Old Dr. He Love. He comes home
1: with a hickey. With, he comes, and then he comes home with his
0: nurse, because yep, he, he thinks does. Valerie's out of town. But yeah, this first chunk of the film is her like just trying to seduce her fiancé in... In a way that in some movies could be a little like, ugh, like this is this is a, just her throwing her. Gina, mm-hmm. Gina Davis is having to throw herself at this guy. But the stuff they have her do is so stupidly funny. Well, this- like
1: even like she has, he like lays down in bed and hits his head against the bed frame. He's like, ow. And she has this pillow. She's like, I was fluffing it for you. Oh. Just like <laughs> huge smile on her face.
0: <laughs> but she gets like. I've got every possible thing that could make for a sexy night. We've got sushi. Oh, well, that's, that's sushi. after the makeover. That's true. You're true. She goes to her yeah. good friend, Julie Brown's character, uh, Candy Pink. She gets a full makeover where we're like, oh, we're a musical. Yes. We are full a musical. song.
1: song. It has one of the best lyrics, um, which I want to make sure I don't misquote. If you want to be a femme fatale, you can't rest on your L'Oreal's. <laughs> that's so good. That's a lyric that makes me mad. I didn't think of it. You know what I mean?
0: I do. I do. I I love all these different looks for Gina Davis. They have for her throughout the movie because they are bananas. She's dressed like Punky Brewster at times. Mm -hmm. She's got, like this is just clearly the wiggiest blonde wig that they slap on her head.
1: It's so funny. So yeah, she she goes home. She's had a full makeover. Full makeover. Which we're, Meant to think is a dye and straightening job because then she's dying. Oh, it oh back it's a later. curl up and dye job. She curled up as she cur- uh, uncurled and and dyed, but she th- then is dying it again later. But uh, but it's such a wig and it's magnificently so. But so she's wearing like this blonde wig and her little like negligee and corset and all this stuff, full just full burlesque lingerie fantasy. Yeah. And then yes, she has her book. How, what is it? How to drive a man crazy. Something, something like, like that. God, how
0: to drive a man crazy. She's putting this kind of like scented thing that she's just like pouring on the, the lamp. So, mm-hmm. so the light bulb explodes.
1: Yeah. She, she's got like, okay, I've got everything I need. Dim lighting, uh, sushi, blah, blah, blah. And then my favorite thing, which I didn't even notice till the second time, cause they don't make a big deal of it. But she goes, sensual oil and she picks it up and scoots it slightly. And then you can see it is vegetable oil. Vegetable oil. oil. That, <laughs> what? And I saw that when, when we watched it the second time, I was like, "I can't, I can't." That's so brilliant that that that's just the tone too. Like her yeah. even saying like to him, "Like, well, me we met on Friday the thirteenth, and look how happy we are."
0: Yeah, just uh, like
1: that tone of like, "Oh, sensual oil, I found it uh, in the kitchen
0: cabinet." It. Oh, uh, it's so good. But yes, her fiance brings home his nurse. He there, so Valerie kicks him out. Then. Oops, I've got aliens in my pool. Well,
1: first, she completely destroys the house in a this magnificent song that would just be kind of like a wistful ballad if not for the fact that she is.
0: She's trashing this house. <laughs> it's and it's incredible. Gina singing. Gina Davis doing her own singing in the oh, movie. so fun. Which I think is this the only song that Julie Brown doesn't sing? Because it's such a weird, like. Well,
1: because Julie Brown great. wrote the. Right. Wrote everything.
0: Yes. She co wrote the script and I, I assume. And wrote like, all the songs. Yeah. Or wrote the songs. Downtown but, Julie Brown. Downtown Julie Brown. But it's still like to have like the best friend oh sorry
1: no this is not downtown julie brown downtown. this is uh west coast julie brown as opposed to downtown julie brown i
0: say so sorry but i don't i can't think of another movie that has uh all of the songs sung by like the character best friend role except yeah. for one that goes to your lead i yeah. think that's it and then there's like also there are other musical numbers in the sense of uh dance-offs which we will uh, get to tremendous <laughs> um but yes all these aliens they don't speak english and they rapidly learn while watching pop culture so we can get jim carrey watching uh rebel without a cause so he can do his james dean impression later which which you know what he's got a good he's got a good james dean i mean this is this is before in living color so damon waynes and jim carrey are like clearly were like hey we should i wonder if this is what helped get him in living color that yeah, Damon so. Wayne's like, oh, this guy's hilarious. We should have this guy well, on. Well,
1: because I'll, imagine what that set must have been like. Oh.
0: Wild. Just the nonsense. <laughs> um, but yes, so she Valerie takes the aliens to Candy's to like get them shaved and they're like, oop, they look just they just look like sexy guys underneath this hair. And like now we just have to lay low, but instead Candy's like, No, look how hot they are. We've got to go in the town. They're cute
1: guys. She's like, and Gina goes, they're aliens. She goes, That doesn't mean they can't
0: still be dates.
1: <laughs> they go to a club.
0: <laughs> yeah, we get to see this ridiculous, these ridiculous dance-offs. With Damon Wayne Damon Wayne's Jim Carrey just picking up all these women, and meanwhile, Matt, Jeff Goldblum, and Gina Davis, you know, they're he's 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 pulling his Jeff Goldblum moves. He
1: is, but he also w- watched uh, television and got uh, jazz piano skills.
0: That's true. He got those sweet, sweet jazz piano skills. What was it he said? I wrote that down because that, oh. Rest your, so, like, yeah, rest your you fingers. Go rest your thumbs. I'll drive That's as he right. kicks off the other pianist.
1: someone else says that in one of the clips that they watch, like to, a, to the pianist. A guy comes up and he's like, you rest your thumbs. I'll drive. Sits down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, and whilst all this is happening, Gina Davis has gotten Woody, Michael McKean, in old the role surf, he was
1: born to play. As an
0: old surf bum. When I think
1: Michael McKeon. I think.
0: <laughs> you think surf, surf dude? Surf dude. Burnout surfer dude?
1: Burnout A hundred percent. who can't unsee it. <laughs>
0: Send my love to Finland. <laughs> Closing line of the movie. Great. Thinking Closing the aliens line. are taking their ship back to Finland where they are from. Yeah crushing it mm-hmm. michael mckean uh but he has to drain the pool so that they can get their spaceship out uh which is why they're trying to stall for time uh we have a lot of shenanigans mac and valerie go to bed together Va- uh whip lock and zeebo wind up going to the beach with woody and accidentally rob a gas station and go to jail there's a lot of weird stuff angeline oh cultural icon angeline makes a cameo Boy, as herself she bananas uh and but eventually all the aliens are like, we are going to go. And Gina's like, I'm going to stay with Ted. Like we, we're going to get married in Vegas and make it work. And like nothing that Ted has done should, should, have, changed, should have changed her mind back to him. But, but she realizes, no, I'm going to go be with Mac in space, regardless of the fact that he's from outer space and she's from the Valley. <laughs> uh, so initial thoughts, anything else that hit Joe while watching it this time, Amy Joe, or anything that sprung out at, at you from the beginning
1: well, there is the very light, l- like, she's Valerie Gale. Gale most famously being the surname of Dorothy Gale of The Wizard of Oz. And then, like, late in the movie, she is wearing, like, ruby red shoes. I haven't sat there and watched and tried to see, like, how much of this is...
0: Yeah, how many ...Oz references. reference heavy, but... Is her cat Toto?
1: Well, in that this... That cat barely
0: does anything. What's the
1: cat's name? Bambi.
0: Bambi. The cat's name yeah. Bambi. Yeah. It mainly is just... At the very end, as the aliens are getting on the spaceship, her going to Jim Carrey and going, ah, whiplock, I think I'll miss the you least, least of, all. of all. It's true. One of the, and she says it with such earnestness yeah. that it's not even an insult. It's no. just like, I'm still going to miss you and I'm going to miss you least of all, but that's how much I'm going to miss you and all of you is that I'm still yeah. like, ah, oh, a whiplock.
1: I loved that she was supposed to be out of town. The reason she was supposed to be out of town, because she was going to. That cuticle convention because she's a nail tech. I was like, cuticle convention. You know, you know. There's a lot of specific. There's conventions a convention for there. everything. I suppose. Um, but then, yeah, one of my favorite line deliveries was when, when like, she's kicked him out. And she calls Candy. She goes, "Yeah, the blonde thing did not work."
0: <laughs> just the way
1: that she's rushing these
0: line deliveries. So
1: funny. This is uh, not how
0: I'm used to seeing Gina Davis, like in this kind of like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a Valley girl, yeah, because uh, she's always to me like is just so competent, so forthright, yeah. and like everything this, from even like Beetlejuice, she's just like totally. I'm the I'm the stable one, and Alec Baldwin is the one but freaking to out. Me,
1: this is closest, bizarrely. To Thelma and Louise. It's sure. that same kind yeah. of like, I mean, obviously in Thelma and Louise, it's much more like fragile and, and rooted in deep tragedy and pain, you know, but it's that similar kind of like can't really settle type energy as far as like as an actor. Those are, those two seem to be based more in the same like, um, color family than some of the other stuff that she does, which is just more like wisecrack and a little world weary. I think you've heard Tootsie. So different than this, you know? Yeah,
0: but I'm going to have to disagree. I think Earth Girls Are Easy has a pretty comparable amount of uh, tragedy and uh,
1: gravitas gravitas
0: as Thelma and Louise. That's how that movie would actually end. It's the freeze frame as the car goes off the cliff. It's about to go up up and away into space. They're they're okay. They're going to go hang out with Mac and Whiplock and Zeebo Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't get over these names. I love that he's Matt because his name is too complicated, so she shortens it. Whiplock and Zebo. We had to. We could have done a-
1: Every time Whiplock, I think Ziplock, which I think I'm supposed to.
0: So Yeah, and then so you take the Z of Zebo and you, so you've got Ziplock and Weebo? Webo? No. Weebo is probably something. Weebo was some band in the 80s. Oh, uh, yeah, Weebo. We are Weebo and Ziplock. Uh, Jeff Goldman, Gene Davis got married during the production of the movie. So apparently, according to Julie Brown, they would be making out constantly on set, sometimes right up until the director called oh. action. Well,
1: they are both looking <laughs> great.
0: They are both looking. But a they've
1: treat. been together for a couple years yeah. at this point. It's true. But doesn't. But it's still like, and we just got married. But truly, I mean, like, God, if I look like Jeff Goldblum or Gina Davis, yeah. I mean, she's sure. in like that bikini, and he's shirtless half the time. It's mean, like, come on. Yeah.
0: Just hunks and babes, all a plenty in this movie. Oh, what a place. Do you think that them constantly making out right until they said action also extended. to when he was in the full blue alien makeup,
1: that might be a little trickier from just a perspective of her having to get her makeup reapplied.
0: Hmm. I suppose having
1: done a couple of tracks with a lot of, uh, big face blue makeup, alien.
0: Well, I also men. feel
1: like in the eighties makeup was not as sophisticated as it is today. So I don't know if they had, like when I played the wicked witch, we used the same kind of stuff that they use for the alpha on the face, which is a water, based paint um so you like it's so it dries out on your face so that it won't transfer but that is a, I think a newer kind of development maybe right. i'm wrong but i do i think they probably that was probably smudgy
0: some smudgy some paint, smudgy on paint smudgy on makeup their on their faces okay sharp. fair enough then it probably wasn't when he was also, full, as a I f- think big she's blue probably like furry Talk to me
1: when you're when you're out of no no that fursuit. Keep it on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, the casting director of Earth Girls Are Easy was Wallace Nasita. Nasita has also cast such films as Caddyshack, Private Benjamin, Body Heat, Pee Be- Wee's Big Adventure, and I I know you listener probably haven't heard of this movie, but I had to toss it out just for Amy Jo. She's the casting director of American I knew you were Dreamer. Ah. The Joe Beth Williams Tom starring Conte. Tom Conti, uh, Giancarlo Giannini, uh, American Victor. Dreamer.
1: Listener, go watch it Tell if me what you, you think. can
0: find it. Is that a movie that you? I don't know if that's even a movie you can rent. I've not looked it up, but I, I think it streams somewhere. But it's you can definitely somewhere. Have
1: oh. it. We haven't. We had so it on the then we had. You've it on recommended DVD. it on
0: some episodes. I
1: think I did on one. I think it was was Casino maybe Royale. a Casino Royale because <laughs> I was like, if you <laughs> just want more it's of this character, but wondered like, what if he were like younger and hotter. Um, (laughs) What if? Watch American Dreamer. American Dreamer. Okay, well, I like to hear it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> she's got good taste. She did this. She did American Dream. Uh, so let's move on to some of the actors who were almost cast. Some of these people may have auditioned. Some may have just been discussed by casting. This is all subjective. And as always, I've looked up all the actors in advance. And Amy Joe's is hearing it along with you, listener, for the very first time. This is gonna be rich. So let's kick it off with Valerie. Amy Joe, your thoughts on Gina Davis? And who would you cast if you had to cast someone else?
1: Well, for someone we're doing a whole month to celebrate, I think she's you know terrible. Hater. <laughs> Thumbs la. down. Thumbs down. Real. <laughs> no, thanks. Um, No, she's so funny. Like, so funny in this. I mean, it's just like, it's also a great example of the design and everything really helping support what the actor's doing. Because, like, you can do the best camp performance in the world, but if you're not being supported by... A giant telephone in the dream sequence, like that's such a good It's So funny, Uh, yeah. There's like a perspective thing where you think you're seeing a telephone like right up close to the frame, and that's why it's big. And then she picks it up, and it's actually also (laughs) big. She is so great, but like she just is so tonally pitch perfect in a way that you can't edit around. You know, like you, you, this is not something that was created in the editing room. This is an actor who is just firing on all cylinders, and she's so funny. Um, my first choice for someone of the era, Mm -hmm. you will be unsurprised to hear it as Joan Cusack. I love it. Because we, this is also like right in her pocket of the kind of stuff that she does. Like thinking of her and Adam's family values where she's playing so many different Cause she, cause she's hiding things, you know, so she's got multiple sides of like her real personality versus like what she's trying to convince the people that she is that like fits right into that more heightened, like, Oh, fits really well into all of this. I think she would kill it. Um, maybe like a Marilu Henner, you know, very funny, definitely believable as a Valley girl today my she makes more sense in the candy roll, but i would love to see annalee ashford, Anna ashford, ashford i knew
0: you were gonna say that well
1: so funny yeah she would be sure. so it's funny chill. in and the sta-
0: in the new stage version of earth girls are easy well, a now, new musical. i didn't
1: write it down but they did do a reading of this like in the early yes. 2000s do you have all that info i have that all right because i I remember a couple but not all of it yeah. so you'll you'll get we'll save that, that for later. the end yeah um and then this is maybe a bit unexpected But actually, if it were made today, the person that I think would most 1000% crush this role is Cole Escola. (laughs) Cole is one of the funniest films on the planet. and I feel like they actually are at their most like their zenith of their comedy skills when they're like in a wig playing like Uh playing some kind of uh, like oldie timey, meaning like pre 1980s kind of woman, you know, a housewife or this sort of thing. I feel like they would be brilliant in this and so unbelievably funny. So that's my pitch for I, a 2023 <laughs> version, Cola
0: Scola. I love it. Uh, so good. Yeah, my my people are all throughout time. Most more of like more recent-ish. For whatever reason, the person that kept I kept coming back to is Allison Bree. I think that she would sell like the such matter of factness about like, oh, my God, there's aliens. But such like just rolling with these punches. Um, I forget if she sings. Not sure. But that's what I love. I'm I'm always wanting that Maya Rudolph. I'm like, I could see the Maya Rudolph version of this. She was on my longer list as well. I know you're not as big of a fan of her. But having seen her back in the day in Sweet Charity on Broadway, I could see Christina Applegate doing this. I
1: understand that. At a certain
0: time. I see her leaning into the like For valley sure. girl esque. I mean, like a year or two after "Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's right. Dead" like era. Um, Or I mean, she's she's a clueless valley girl <laughs> if if she could sing Alicia Silverstone. I yeah. mean, I I'm getting it. I get it. Yeah. Mammy um, I mean, made more recently. It's like I don't love it, but I can see the remake version of this with Zoe Deschanel. Like she, I get it.
1: She occurred to me briefly and then i also briefly thought like maggie gyllenhaal and i was like they're they're close mm. but they're not zoe Deschanel is
0: more what's that wide-eyed like yeah. oh geez like i i she can just sell that you're totally right i just have a ukulele i don't know how things work <laughs> <laughs> uh, or i her- don't know about pools yeah (laughs) or like an amanda seyfried
1: like i'm that i actually see that that pretty pretty clearly yeah we saw her on stage and i really i always had liked amanda seyfried fine but then seeing her on stage just like oh you're really talented in a way that i mean and i haven't seen mank or and i haven't seen the dropout although i've I've yeah she's so good but like she was so good in that stage show that i was like hmm i'm interested to see what we get from her but that's also like she was so funny in mean girls you know i mean classic it, uh, it's an iconic term. In fact, it, it's true. <laughs> but yeah, I'm into that. Uh,
0: great. So as for the actors who were actually considered, right off the bat, Molly Ringwald turned it down.
1: Interesting. I have a harder time with that, but I also haven't seen her do like broad comedy. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know that she could or couldn't do it, but I just, I haven't seen it.
0: I got it. I got it. Uh, Daryl Hannah turned it down.
1: Oh, interesting this is
0: 89 so she's doing steel magnolias instead this year
1: basically the same thing
0: basically the same movie (laughs) steel magnolias (laughs) and earth girls are easy both have
1: been uh uh, both have have had drag queens doing uh things to do with them later you know
0: excellent point yeah
1: one just started as camp and one became it
0: right exactly well, you know, you either die camp or you live long enough to see yourself become camp.
1: you you're another, <laughs> You're still going to become camp either way. No, then you're someone's mother, then you're camp. <laughs> you know, that's I'm still here.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: I see. First you're another doe-eyed vamp. Sorry, other Sondheim people. I've not sung. I'm still here, so I don't actually know the lyrics as well as I should. Then someone's mother, then you're camp.
0: And sorry for non-musical theater people that don't understand what the heck we're saying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look it up. Look
0: at her. <laughs> We're talking about steel magnolias. Obviously, we're talking about follies. Keep with us. We move fast on this show. Damn it. <laughs> and now we're back to Earth Girls Are Easy. Hmm. Daryl Hannah. Uh, you know, you know what the main thing I will see in Daryl Hannah in is Elle Driver and the Kill Bill movies. I was about to say, that's is mostly what I'm. main flavor I'm getting from her.
1: But like that is not so far her in that nurse's costume is I mean, what leads me to think I think there's something here.
0: But now I'm thinking Gina Davis as L driver in oh the Kill gosh. Bill movies. Well, what about uh, a
1: young Gina Davis as the bride?
0: Well, well I mean mm, Unless we can look at the rest of Gina Davis's filmography and the rest of the movies that we're getting to, but I think we're gonna maybe get some Gina Davis being an action heroine.
1: I know, but I'm just saying. But
0: yeah, so what I'm saying is she's got the chops, we've seen it, and I would have loved to have seen it. Love Uma. Heck yes. Kids, but like a duel, like another production of Kill Bill, like oh, it's a yeah, stage show. Yeah. Gina's doing like the action. The, the read the version of like uh out in uh you know the geffen she's doing it out of in course la she
1: would be yes she's
0: like i'm not coming to new york for nah, this. i'm not coming to new york uma can have new york and, <laughs> and the parisian will. woman oh. <laughs> skipped it anyway elizabeth shue turned it down
1: oh all right i can see it
0: i'm seeing that. yeah for sure i'm picturing because this is what she was in 1989 she had back to the future too Mm-hmm. which I'm like, yeah, that era, Elizabeth Shue. I'm thinking like Adventures of Babysitting era, Soap Dish. This well, is like right I, around exactly.
1: Soap Exactly. I'm the thinking Soap Dish, and it's a very similar kind of... Soap Dish also is operating at a similar comedic pitch.
0: Very true. Absolutely true. Like there is the world of this movie where this is Sally Field and Kevin Klein as Valerie and yes, Mac. This was made like is. a decade earlier. Uh-huh. Um, oh, and along Back to the Future 2, this blew my mind because I don't know if you had ever been on this ride, Amy Jo, but I had. She was playing Dr. Cynthia Lair in the Body Wars ride at Epcot.
1: I, the words you have said, I only mean used nothing. to Epcot.
0: Fair enough. There used to be, it was like that Star Wars ride, yeah. but it was Body Wars. So it was like you were going inside the human body and you're like oh, traveling a little ship through the bloodstream. A real
1: Miss Frizzle.
0: A real Miss Frizzle, a real, oh, what is that? Fantastic Voyage, I think, where they go inside like, to get the shrink the ship really shrinks shrink it down small they they do it in some archer episode where they shrink the little ship yep, and they're going to the yep, guy's yep. body um but she she's in that along with tim matheson of animal house and west wing wow body wars ride was directed by leonard nimoy look you back in the day even now could
1: make some money doing some stuff for the mouse
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's true it's true. The body wars ride that blue. I thought it was just a bunch of randos, you know? It's like, oh, these are just whoever. You gotta not have like, something for the parents. You gotta have something. Oh my s- goodness, Elizabeth Shoe, Let's wait in line for four hours. The- <laughs> no, honey, I'm not moving. I'm gonna meet that sexy thing from Adventures in Babysitting, and I'm not going anywhere. Oh, Harold, you and Adventures in Babysitting. Um... <laughs> Some guy just love it. Thinking that it's like she's going to be there in yeah. person on and the Harold ride. Harold doesn't have
1: a strong grip on reality, it no. sounds like. No,
0: he's the guy that's reading like the film, like you know, like the, the film novelization. And is just like, why aren't the actors in this book?
1: Yeah, the, he's a real smart guy. That's <laughs> so you're telling me. <laughs> you're a real
0: dumbass. Uh, Tatum O'Neill turned it down.
1: Oh, I guess I did see in a fairy tale theater, Tatum O'Neill being funny. Sure. She's Goldilocks. You know, like, I never saw that Paper Moon. Like, oh, I haven't seen. Oh, so good. But she's a a lot of the child in um, it. Well, of course,
0: it. of course. Well, my point is, she I don't was know if I've wonderful. seen her in her most iconic thing, nor do I know if I've seen her in anything.
1: I wasn't sure if by most iconic thing you meant as Goldilocks and Goldilocks and the Three Bears with John Lithgow, her father, or if you meant Paper Moon. Uh,
0: you know? Well, can't it be both? <laughs> um, well, instead, in 1989, she was in uh, neither of those things, Paper Moon or Fairytale Theater, but she was in... Where I got to pause this episode because I, I went down a wormhole a bit, listeners. So please go with me, because to me, this is worth sharing.
1: All right, I'm going to take a sip of wine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's not that deep of a wormhole, but no, I just got to hear this. Um, yeah, uh, she was in uh, the CBS School Break special 15 and Getting Straight with Corey Feldman no. and Rufio himself, Dante <gasps> Basco. What so, do they
1: mean by getting straight?
0: Oh, I think it just means like maybe you're thinking about, dr- you're thinking about drugs or whatever, do it. and you got to get scared straight, you know, like yeah, that but kind not, of
1: sh- not that kind of scared straight, ooh, ooh, get on right. the straight, narrow. Getting, you get on
0: the straight and narrow, right, right, straight right, edge. right, 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 uh, yes, the straight edge, thank you, so, um, I was just curious because I was like, what is this? And what are these two IMDb what user reviews? Oh, boy. And so one was just a very innocuous nothing. Because I was just like, who's the kind of person that's writing the reviews on something like this? Also, I mean, a, you
1: don't want the answers to those questions.
0: Well, I, I, that's the thing. I did want the answer. And to be fair, I mean, who's the kind of person reading the user reviews to something like this? In a which podcaster, case it's me. obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is this one person's user review. Corey Feldman is superb. This film stars Corey Feldman as a troubled youth on drugs and has to overcome his addiction. Corey Feldman is very good, giving a brilliant performance as the troubled youth. I can't believe he hasn't won an Academy Award yet. Is this Corey Feldman? Out of curiosity, I clicked on this user. I don't remember the username, nor do I want to blast their name for whatever reason. But I was curious, and they've they've, uh, only reviewed a few things. I'm just going to read a few of their reviews. Mm. This is for uh, Citizen Toxie, The Toxic Avenger 4. Corey's best movie for a long time. Wow, this movie is all right. I thought when well, my friend showed me this would be a bad video, just the same as the other three. But when I watched, I fell in love with it. The idea of you know what? I hated the first three movies in this franchise.
1: You I'm got gonna me give the fourth one, one more go. chance.
0: But if I don't yeah. like this one, I'm out I'm of the definitely not watching franchise. This fifth. But when I watched, I fell in love with it. Corey Feldman is one of my fave actors now. I hope he continues making good movies. This one's for Stormtrooper. Not so bad. I thought this movie was alright. The bad reviews are from the people that just hate Corey Feldman. Anyway, take a look at this film. Some people find it very enjoyable, especially action fans. This one's for Born Bad. Great performance! This is a great movie for all Corey Feltman fans. This movie has a great cast of young actors. A group of teens decide to rob a bank to get some quick cash, but all goes wrong when a security guard gets shot and they take hostages. This is his review. This is he's just laying out the plot right, for us. Right. Uh, and and finally, this is for last resort. National Lampoon hits again. This is such a funny movie. You have to understand it to like it.
1: What does that mean?
0: I loved it. <laughs> Corey Feldman and Corey Haim are interesting in this feature. Please watch this. He's begging us to watch this. Please. Uh, Here's my thing. These were all of this guy's user reviews or yeah. or ladies' user reviews. What well, my point being? Not for goonies not for standby me not true. for the not for uh uh whatever uh lost boys not for not for good this person is searching for some particular but like a,
1: maybe this person thinks like that this cbs if,
0: special 15 and getting straight if is the cory feldman
1: were to see these reviews that he would be happy like they're doing oh, him a service you know
0: i say but I feel like you'd still, you've got the time, I assume. Yeah. If you're writing user reviews for 15 and getting straight, I think you've got the time to write a user <laughs> review for Goonies.
1: Everyone knows this movie's great.
0: You Done. think that's what it is that everyone else, oh, well, everyone, I, you know, I don't want to, I, I do. don't need to pile on to Goonies. I, I got to give the love to these little known gems. I
1: want them to know I have taste. And that I have gone for, deep into the archives.
0: Toxie, the Toxic Avenger <laughs> I four. sat through the other
1: four just so I would know what was happening. <laughs> yeah, he had to watch the first
0: three. He didn't want to be confused. <laughs> but that sound means Whoa. it's time to play a quick round of Two Truths and Some Guy. In this case, Two Truths and Some Person. Gender, Gender is dead. dead. The way it works, two of the following actors were up for the role of Valerie. One was not. And Amy Joe is to guess which is which. Your options are Jamie Lee Curtis, okay. Olivia Newton-John, oh. and Madonna.
1: Oh, this is hard because um, they all seem very plausible in 1989. I'm going to go with it's not Jamie Lee Curtis. Ding, ding, ding. That is
0: correct. As nice. far as I could tell, Jamie Lee Curtis, not up for the movie. But uh, Olivia Newton-John was considered, which... We listener, we, me and Amy Jo, we just saw Xanadu for for the the first time time like two days ago. Ooh, boy. Ooh, it's bad. You know, I I had heard someone say at some point that it wasn't very good, but but it was worse than I would have thought.
1: I thought they meant bad, like Grease 2 is bad. Grease 2 is terrible, but it's like ridiculous. This was more like, oh.
0: Yeah, I mean, it certainly has There's its moments. It's worth sequences. watching. The there whole some,
1: sequence in the nightclub with like the 40s and the 80s, which granted, goes
0: like, for so long, so and you're long. like, this. How dare they make this so long? This is so stupid. But then they combine the and 40s like, and the 80s, and you're like, you know what? This
1: is the best part of the movie. You needed all that
0: time to turn it. Yep, and to like have the turn, and now it's kind of. Kick and then she ass. sings
1: a big ballad. She's delightful, but. Just but after hearing sing her
0: sing "Hopelessly Devoted to You," she gets no song to be able to get no, out that full the, belt. She's got that one ballad. It's not enough it's belts. Not enough. No, I concur. Regardless, that was one shitty movie. <laughs> <laughs> but Olivia, even John, Gene
1: Kelly, we were watching it with a friend who, like, we saw you see the side of Gene mm-hmm. Kelly on the on the hill or whatever, and and you went, ah, oh, Gene, and he hadn't been paying attention or he had just arrived. He goes. Gene Hackman? You're like, that's Gene Gene Kelly. He's like, are you sure it looks like Gene Hackman? I think it's Gene
0: Hackman. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I see it with Olivia Newton-John. I'm also thinking of her performance in uh, A Mom for Christmas, which Ugh. you showed me the first time a few Christmases it, ago.
1: It's no American Dreamer, but what is?
0: I mean, she's a mannequin who comes to life because a little girl wants a mom for Christmas. It's an incredible... It was on YouTube. Look she it up, listener. It's fire
1: bananas. to the house by accident by lighting real candles on a Christmas tree. I mean, a,
0: a perennial favorite. You better believe this little girl's dad is going to fall for this strange woman who Clearly. just appeared. Oh,
1: she's so kooky. Did so, we have ooh, it on ooh, a VHS crazy. and had my mom labeled it? it as wish mom because you know it was a tv movie and who knew the actual name i (gasps) still you said mom Mom. for christmas i'm like oh right because i think of it as wish mom Mom. i think it's called what's the story wish Wish mom Mom. (laughs) olivia newton john um uh, that's just what i think of it because i can see it in my mom's handwriting on the little label Uh Uh
0: brilliant um and uh madonna turned it down so madonna could have done it
1: good for all of us yeah i get it i get it I'm it's not it. it's not terrible yeah but she's just there's a difference between someone who was like oh madonna's pretty funny and someone who has strong comedic chops i can actually yeah. aside from the fact that there's no way she's from the valley i can almost see cindy lopper more oh, in this part although cindy lopper sure. would be great as the
0: as candy as candy of course. like then you have all yeah. the
1: songs she can have this ridiculous yeah, yeah queen's yeah. accent <laughs> I'm from the valley. Like, uh, instead in
0: 1989, Madonna was doing bloodhounds of Broadway, a musical with Jennifer Gray and Matt Dillon based on short stories by Damon Runyon. The guy who wrote the story guys Guys and and dolls Dolls is based on the movie went into nationwide release with one of its reels missing (gasps) and no one noticed. (gasps) Wow. Wow. A real cinematic classic. I'm like, it's based on short stories. So I don't know if it's like vignette, and that's why yeah. like one of the vignettes is missing. Or like uh, how how do you not how Listener, how do you not know when one of your reels is missing? Hey, listener, remember when movies had reels? <laughs>
1: oh, I've watched Cinema Paradis, so I get it.
0: <laughs> I watched Inglorious Bastards. I get it. Uh, but let's move on to Dr. Ted Gallagher, a.k.a. Dr.
1: Dr. Dr. Love. Love.
0: Thoughts on Charles Rocket and who would you cast if you had to cast someone else? I
1: think he's great. I
0: think yeah. he's really delightful this big perfect, stupid lug.
1: Perfect amount of like attractive comedic actor you know what i mean like someone who you you buy is like this is someone who like in in the context of a hospital is cleaning up you know and like what that he
0: he looks like a doctor on a soap opera but he's got that look absolutely yeah
1: the hair and the he's so so funny i think he's he's very very funny. funny yeah um i like him a lot this, funnily enough, is where I put Kevin Klein. Since sure. <laughs> you mentioned him earlier. Of course. That's like where I put Kevin Klein. Um, this is where I've put Paul Rudd.
0: Um, oh, I spingy, love it. Clueless. Yeah, this is yeah. where,
1: I mean, it's way too small apart from him at this point, but this is where I've put, I think one of my first times recommending a Chris, um, I'm putting Chris Evans
0: here. Wow. I, I, just, I get it.
1: I'm thinking of, well, I'm thinking of, I've not seen enough Captain Americas to be able to tell you crap about that, but I am, I can tell you about um, Scott Pilgrim you and I can't tell him you about, about knives, knives Out. out? You sure, know, and sure. I'm like, that guy. Yeah. 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 I get I'm it. are so you proud He's... of me? I said all the right Marvel things.
0: I am so proud of you. I'm Oh my gosh!
1: Um, i also like i think this would be a fun like right now like donald glover situation like Ooh, donald okay. glover is someone who like certainly within the comedy community uh was known a bit for um uh, being a bitch of a ladies man um and he's obviously <laughs> oh, yeah. very funny wow. so like i'm into that um and then I'm I'm just thinking about Mary Lou Henner made me think about like Christopher Reeve would be very funny in this part. Oh you know?
0: yeah. I, I see that. I see yeah. that like the real, like the straight edge version of it all that yeah. is like you are so in the wrong, but he's just so flustered about these men all these alien men in my house. Yeah. Of yeah. That kind of that Clark Kent like noises but off. Also energy. thinking of
1: him in death trap when yeah. once things start to spiral and he's got like the kind of like, the darkness comes over his eyes like some of that color i think would be useful here so and something like that would be very fun to play against his like squeaky clean superman image absolutely so them smith the what's
0: i thought of two people off the top of my head that you one give me today give me jason sudeikis oh yes it's like the, perfect it's spe- specifically you need the guy you just need the heel. You need a guy that can play a good comic heel. You need
1: heel. a heel, yeah. That he's
0: still very watchable. And even if you're like, this guy's the worst, he's still fun to watch. You're, you're glad that he's still around the movie. Because yes. there's some actors in this that you'd be like, have him, have her kick him out the house and maybe you see him for 30 seconds later where he's like, what's all these g- 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 guys doing here? And yeah, get no, rid but of him. You
1: want someone that is a fun additive color to the film. It
0: could be fun jerk, fun yeah. heel. And Jaden Sudeikis, I think, would be very he funny He is a in this. great fun jerk. Um. Or Paul – I think you said Paul Rudd. Give me his Wet Hot American summer co-star, Ken Marino. (gasps) That is the, like, number one with the bullet of, like – Fun jerk. Fun jerk. Fun jerk. I mean, made for this time – made back then in this time, I think Gina Davis's Beetlejuice co-star, Alec Baldwin. Oh, yeah. Like, him and Working Girl is this – to a T. I could see he's he's the right age. I could see give me young Bradley Whitford. I, oh yeah. I want to see this what, color on. What
1: I like about I mean, the, Alec Baldwin is very talented, but he has like a, a darkness to him that like not like he, he can't like uh, release it and do like Beetlejuice, but like what's so nice about Charles Rocket is there is this kind of light comedy
0: oh, thing yeah. to him,
1: you know, which I feel like Bradley Whitford.
0: Oh, sure. Can
1: pl- splash around those waters so well.
0: And made more recently. I mean, this to me is like 100 john ham
1: <gasps> how did i not see like,
0: it like it's i see it it's just him and bridesmaids just take his character in bridesmaids yes. and transplant it into this You're so i right. think is perfection or keegan michael key that's uh-huh. also it's that color it's that like that frantic like i'm getting busted for mm-hmm. being a cheating fiance like douchebag and the like constantly getting like one-upped by everyone and everything around you yeah. uh and he's just one of my favorite com- and comedians he plays comedic so escalation so well yeah. like yeah that's fun instead the one actor who was originally cast in the role was michael mckean <gasps> and was he like why am i this not funny guy? enough or is it, yeah i i don't know all i know is that he was originally cast and then he got switched over to Woody. That's wild. But that is, I'm used to seeing Michael McKean much, as the real yeah. buttoned up one. Like, that is very Michael McKean. So I don't know if it was like, I never get to do this kind of dumb thing. Yeah. I'd much rather do this stoner surfer vibe it's, guy. Which is
1: very fun on him. It's very unexpectedly fun on him, you yeah, know? Yeah, but
0: I so see it. I mean, him as Mr. Green and Clue, previous episode. Him, you know, in any of yeah. those types of movies. Uh, or he's even so good like, at I being, saw him
1: on Broadway in The Homecoming, you know, and he's oh, yeah. playing the the like younger brother, which is still one of the two older characters, like the, the there's like the patriarch. And then he's like the brother. Oh, Ian McShane. Oh, Ian McShane. Who's delightful. Well, delightful is the wrong word for that play, but you know what I mean? Good at acting. Um, <laughs> Delightfully
0: but, grouchy.
1: Yeah. Grouchy is also <laughs> a nice word for Pinter. Um, but he, he's playing the kind of like, Like you, you find out at the end, he's been like keeping a secret for like 20 years about, you know, he's just like this kind of uptight, like, well, I want to do right by so-and-so and and I like so-and-so and And you're, you're doing things inappropriately. Like he's, he's, it's that kind of uptight. It's a real rule follower. And that's what you want. You
0: want someone who seems like a real rule follower, even when they're breaking the rules and you're like, hypocrite. Now you're in love with a cat. That's your, (laughs) that's what happens to you. You get a love touch to make you in love with a cat. Me ouch. Me ouch. Peculiar turn for the you end know, of this movie.
1: Well, it's it's we just gotta say. Remember when the Wicked Witch fell it. in love with
0: Toto? Forget Cause, it, cause we're doing Jake. It's camp. Forget it, Jake. It's the valley. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's move on to that Woody. Amy Jo, your thoughts on Michael McKean? and who would you cast if you had to cast someone else?
1: He's really fun, but I do think part of the fun is how ridiculous it is that it's he's in this so film. Like part of the fun is just like, like speaking of Wet Hot American Summer, seeing yeah. like all of these clearly almost 30 year olds playing teenagers, but particularly someone like Michael Showalter being like, yeah, "Yeah, I'm, I'm just 16, 17 years old. It's like, this is a 32 year old man. Like the, the part of what makes it funny is like how like much of a stretch it is. But I think he's very funny. My first thought for it, and this is a bit out there, but I just picked like some character actors that would kind of go for it. And this is, (laughs) This is a bit of a wild swing. But Max Jenkins, who is a like New York, like stage actor, but also is like known for uh, what's that Deborah Messing show?
0: The Mysteries of Laura.
1: Correct. But he's also on a like a couple of like really well-known episodes of high maintenance. He's just, I think, one of our best clowns. And him. Like in a burnout wig, doing this, I'm like, oh, maybe it's also because he played Mr. Green in our Clue reading. I just put that together. Uh, yeah. I didn't even <laughs> you did think a, of that. Yes,
0: you did a reading of we did like a of Clue 30th anniversary 30th, yeah, reading for, of Clue for the director.
1: Yeah, oh, to honor That's him. Right. And, and yeah, I and he was I the Mr. Green. Didn't so they even go, think about that, but go. that probably is part of it. I also thought, and this is again. Uh, unexpected but like slap a wig on him and i was like maybe a jonathan groff kind of situation a
0: jonathan groff i'm not
1: going in the same direction i'm going uh, in a like yeah. kooky uh,
0: whoa kind of direction I, I guess i don't think jonathan groff and kooky whoa in the same same way but sure you know, I'll i guess go, i saw I'll...
1: him do more random shit off broadway we, um,
0: in, in, okay sure I'll, not, he wasn't necessarily
1: like it. Hilarious in those things, but yeah, like, sure. um I maybe it's he, maybe, maybe it's having seen maybe, him maybe him it's now having seen him in in hair. I saw him in, before Gavin Creel took over. He was playing Claude in the in the park oh, in the when park. they did okay. it. Maybe it's it's okay. actually a hundred percent that it's you only, the, the, long hair. Hair. You only the, the hair. I saw him with the wig. I just
0: have not seen him ca- in character. Yeah, ever for sure. He does That's like fair. character parts. I'll be but honest.
1: Sure. This one was hard. Sure. for me. <laughs> Is that evident?
0: I get it. Um Real quick, because I just thought of this. Also, for Valerie, give me either Romy or Michelle. Give me Lisa Kudrow or Sorvino. Yeah, they
1: did both occur to me because they're both brilliant. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but for Woody, I'm like he's the right age. Get me Woody Harrelson.
1: Be honest, I know the name, but I don't know. Who, like wow. I, I know he's an actor.
0: He sure is.
1: But I um, I am always like. He's you, the actor, and Woody Guthrie is the singer.
0: You, wow, uh, Amy Jo, you're t-
1: you're gonna tell me
0: and all these listeners that you didn't rush out to the theater to see Venom Two? Let there be carnage. <laughs> or, that's the title. Yes, it's a sequel. Ah, uh, so it needs a long title so people know. You can't just say Venom Two. That's not exciting. You gotta know there's carnage, or that there will be carnage. Ah, uh, you you're gonna tell me and all these <laughs> listeners that you didn't see. Uh, the, the True Detective, season one.
1: No, because Matthew McConaughey's in it.
0: Of course. You're going to tell me <laughs> and all these listeners that you have not seen Zombieland or Zombieland 2 Double Tap. Because once to- again, you, need, you can't just be Zombieland 2. You got to be Zombieland 2, colon, Double Tap.
1: I'm here to tell you.
0: I don't care for zombie
1: films and I don't care who knows it. You even gonna even me. Shaun of the Dead is my least favorite <laughs> of the Cornetto trilogy. Fair enough. Um, well, What's he famous for? What's he famous for? He's been in many a thing. He was. Well, uh, name one that I would go, that's a famous movie.
0: <laughs> he was, Well, he was on Cheers. That was his big famous thing oh, in the beginning. That he came uh, on Cheers I, in the later seasons.
1: Like famously to myself and to no one else um, I've never watched. But he
0: was in Natural Born Killers with Juliette Lewis. Okay, was one of, it was one of his very big things at the beginning. He was nominated for an Oscar for playing Larry Good Flint in People vs larry oh, missed it. um he was in uh he was in three billboards with francis mcdormand it, i uh, am nominated for another oscar he was in he was in uh several episodes of uh, will and grace as deborah messing speaking of deborah messing oh, as her uh i've really uh, only fiance.
1: watched compilations for another
0: oscar for the messenger with ben foster i'm just rattling Didn't off the brain it. listener aren't you glad you're listening to this is this fascinating <laughs> to you that i'm just i bet there rattling are others who are learning woody about Harrelson woody, harrelson's woody harrelson's career movies? as well my point being He'd be good in the role. Oh,
1: cool. Well, that's good to know.
0: Here's where I have Paul <laughs> Rudd. This to me, because oh, he's also- Well,
1: I hovered, my pen hovered over which part to put him
0: in. I get I get it. I get the hover. But he is very similar in um Forgetting Sarah Marshall. He's mm. a very small role. And it's clearly, it's like- Oh, yeah, I'm free that weekend. Yeah, I'll come by and do this surfing instructor. It's, also, it's
1: kind of it's kind of a cross between his wet hot American summer character and his character yeah. in that one episode, his guest spot on Veronica Mars that we just rewatched. Oh, so good. <laughs>
0: so good. Was it Desmond? Yeah, Is Desmond Fellows. Yeah, oh, he's so funny. He's fire.
1: like a, a burnout rock star.
0: What do you what do you need all these drugs for? You know, mm. life <laughs> um, or I mean, Owen Wilson. I could oh, so see in okay. this. Now, now I wow, understand Wow, the these are from Finland. Oh. Yeah, I see that. Uh, I could see, I was thinking of him, because I watched Boogie Nights not so long ago. I could see Philip Seymour Hoffman doing Yes, this. I thought you
1: were going to say. Mark Wahlberg? And I was like, no,
0: what? No, no. Uh, no, Philip
1: Seymour Hoffman, that's great. Thinking of his Lester Bangs. Yeah, you know, that's, yeah. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Um, I could see Made made Today, I, I could see like a Lakeith Stanfield and like a very different, just oh, like make him like a f- just full Stanfield stoner.
1: Stanfield is like, yeah, is absolutely like stoner goals, Yeah, you know?
0: Yeah. Or I could see Floyd Pepper from Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem and the Muppets. Oh, I was
1: like, who the heck's Floyd Pepper?
0: He's the one with the, re- the real red like curly yeah, hair and he's man. always wearing sunglasses like, Kermit, man, we can't go out and play. We got two stoned. <laughs>
1: But we're going to blame it on the fact we don't like the arrangements. This is an actual episode of the Muppet Show. That's great. This is show. I'm Cheryl. Cheryl. And
0: so now Steve Martin's got to play. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but as far as the actors who were actually considered, one actor who was originally cast was Charles Rocket. They were swapped.
1: Switch swapped. Now, I haven't seen Charles Rocket and literally anything else.
0: You, he's in Dumb and Dumber.
1: Wait, I've seen Charles Rocket in Dumb and In Dumb and
0: literally me. one of the things.
1: I don't remember him from literally anything else because I haven't seen Dumb and Dumb and Low these many years. However, I, I, it's so hard for me to picture it being any other way. He's just so
0: good as this, like, yeah. Lothario. And he's also just like, uh, nothing against Michael McKean, but he's also, I like that he's like a built, He's he's got muscles, he's like yeah. a big, handsome doof.
1: Yeah, it's very, you also buy the kind of like, the world the social circles that valerie is moving around in it's like she would probably be a little superficial about looks you know in a way that like michael mckean's not unattractive but it's not the same as like yeah i'm just like a blonde guy you know
0: yeah, yeah. and that it helps that you know you've got a 1989 jeff goldblum as mac Woo! so even though charles Rocket. As the doctor is like in such good shape. He's like, well, there's Jeff Goldblum.
1: Jeff Goldblum not only is so hot in this movie, but it's also just like, well, you can't deny the
0: charisma. Right, he's got that charisma. No, uh, Mr. Uh, right. Girlfriend. So good. <laughs> just like playing lines that are as if like he's an alien. And I don't really know what I'm saying, but also playing them like he just used his pickup line like last weekend yes. the, on the strip.
1: Yes. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. It's Um, so good. And speaking of, let's
0: talk about that. Mac. Let's talk
1: about Your thoughts on Jeff Goldblum and who'd you
0: cast if you had to cast someone else? Oh
1: my gosh, this is peak. This is peak Goldblum. Like, he's so gorgeous. I- could not look away. Just
0: like <laughs> he's so beautiful. And then they shave him and take off the makeup, and he's even he's looking pretty good too. Because
1: before he was beautiful.
0: <laughs> oh god. What? Oh man! It, isn't Blue Man Group really like what you look for in a man?
1: Yes. Airy blue. <laughs> if only Blue Man, blue Group. man
0: Group was furry. <laughs> if only they had more hair. That's the one. The one thing keeping me away <laughs> from the doing, Blue they, like, Man Group.
1: Stomp. You know they have a number that's they just
0: like. Do. <laughs> It's yeah. it it gets old real fast.
1: It does, but then it comes back when they're like tricking Charles Rocket into thinking That's he's true. like losing, losing his mind. mind. Sondheim reference number two. Um. So yeah, I mean, he's so good. He's so everything that works about Jeff Goldblum that will become the thing that Jeff, the things that Jeff Goldblum like, will then trade on. Like Ian Malcolm oh, is yeah. like.
0: The stuff that, the characteristics that define Jeff Goldblum and how, what we think uh, of as Jeff Goldblum as this, the silver daddy that he is today. See
1: him pre-silver daddy when he's just a hot tamale? Well, (laughs) I did a great job (laughs) at that. Hot tamale? Look, I never claim to be cool, (laughs) never once. Isn't
0: Um, that what the kids say today? It's like, oh, you're either, uh, if you're old enough, you're a daddy. And if you're still too young, you're a hot tamale. You're a real tamale.
1: (laughs) Um, I'm sure that's true.
0: Gen um, Z, write in and let us know if we're using the right nomenclature. Let us
1: know. <laughs> oh boy, tweens, tell us. Um, my first <laughs> thought for someone else that would like be really fun—they're not. It's not the right. It's like ten years. Yeah, um, later would be a Hugh Jackman
0: ooh yes
1: it, absolutely he plays a lot of the same notes oh
0: I want to see that guy covered in blue hair <laughs> absolutely or that guy you yeah. slap on that disgusting uh, beast sweater suit they had on Kelsey Grammer yeah, in that X-Men yeah. movie but and you then, put it on Hugh and then
1: put on Alan Cummings like Nightcrawler, Night, makeup. Nightcrawler makeup yeah well Maybe. I mean, Kelsey
0: Grammer full, is full blue he yeah looks, I've
1: chosen to block Kelsey that Grammer looks life.
0: like Mac it, it looks like if your uncle was like hey I could go as Mac for Halloween and you're like, please don't do this, Uncle <laughs> Uncle Kelsey. You're too late. You're already doing it. You're now. You're making a movie. Now they're filming you, no. Kel- Uncle. Don't do it. Oh. Yeah. No, yeah. But yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was my Hugh my Jackson first thought. And I, then you know you, you gotta have Max singing as well.
1: Oh well. You get Hugh Jack- he Jack- would contractually huh, it, You know. Um. And you know what? It'd be great. He's 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 on Broadway right now. Then I thought, well if we're making this movie starring Cole Escola as Valerie. And 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 we are. We are. Um, Then I was like, who would be a fun (laughs) Mac? This this is why we're starting
0: the Patreon. We need money to raise for the Cole Escola. (laughs) Listener. Earth Girls. are. We have not
1: contacted Cole about this, um, but we're sure they're on board. They're not busy at all. I was like, okay, who would be a fun Mac in the like, what if this were even gayer? Meaning it's literally like a gay relationship in this, in this central thing Uh, or a queer relationship, I should say. I was like, you know, there's a lot of prospect in that new Fire Island movie that's coming out. it! In. all of my and my brother's friends. Um, <laughs> so it was like Nick Adams is a very uh logical choice. Sure. Even like in it be very different than Jeff Goldblum, but like Joel Kim Booster Beautiful. who is one of the le- I was like, oh, he'd be very funny in that. So, um, and you know, there's probably several other Conrad Ricamoras in that movie. I was just like, Ooh, there's a lot mm. of really comedic hunks
0: yeah. in that movie. And that's what, you'll that's, that's
1: what you want. That's what you want. That's what you need. They barely say
0: anything. They're mostly, they speak in some alien gleep glop language. And yeah, they then just gotta,
1: like, just, they just got to like stare soulfully. Smolder. Yeah. They, they just got to smolder, smolder and then be funny. And that Joel Kim can deliver in and yeah. So
0: I have, this is my most bananas casting yet i think in terms of together in terms of how different these people are from each other um it doesn't have the smolder it's going to be leaning more into the comedy and the Mm rom-com i could see tim robbins and it's not just the tall it's not just not just the tall but the tall helps but i see him stepping out he's not stepping out from his makeover looking all like oh la la but he's more looking out like oh gosh I guess I'm I look like a real boy now I guess
1: I just need someone to take me in hand and show me how to live in this crazy
0: world and oh. give him the floppy hair and it's like it's working for me mm-hmm. on the opposite end of the spectrum give me Prince <laughs> wow
1: okay when you said opposite end of the spectrum i wasn't expecting it to be quite so accurate
0: i'm telling you (laughs) um but yeah i just need a strong because oh no i love that honestly i love prince it's not gina davis jeff goldblum it's gina davis jim carrey damon waynes and jeff goldblum so it's okay i think that you have he's not it's not co-leads at all, you know. Correct. So you could have just because Prince not known for the acting, no. but I think that would have been amazing. Well, you, and once I mean, again, you better let him sing.
1: Well, obviously, then Bob. Prince is writing. You know, obviously, sorry, right. like sorry, Julie Brown. Um, <laughs> but also, man, talk about someone known for the smolder.
0: That's what I'm saying. Come on. You're losing the height. You're gain. You're losing a lot of the height, but, you but you're gaining. What? Ten times. This the isn't the stage production. It's not stage production. We've got apple boxes galore. We've heard of them, and now somewhere in the middle, uh. And, and he does sing. He sings in the doors. He sings in top secret. I could see Val Kilmer in this. Val Kilmer's he giving said me. He sings in the doors, and I was
1: like Jim Morrison. Uh, Val
0: Kilmer as Jim Morrison in the doors. I yeah. see that now. I see. And the movie now. of the doors, of course. Um, but he sings in top secret. He sings in a couple things, and I'm like, he's giving me what I want from mm-hmm. someone who also should be a bit of an alien.
1: I yeah. I, to me, he's not as. Funny as the others, but no, of course, you know. But 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 he's 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 giving me he's giving in
0: that top secret. You haven't seen the top secret. It's from I think it's shocking from
1: from someone who hasn't seen Venom two more (laughs) Carnage more Venom. Well,
0: this was his like first movie, so at least this is is, like an eighties comedy from the director of Airplane. This is like a Um, very stupid, silly comedy. I think it's the director of Airplane or and or Naked Gun. mm -hmm. I don't know, folks. Um, but I could also see a different Chris. Give me Chris Hemsworth. For this well, role. I thought
1: of Chris Hemsworth, but I'm still mad at him for Ghostbusters, so I, you know, I, I sure, enjoy Thor sure, Ragnarok,
0: sure, but mm-hmm, I just can't. Mm-hmm. I get it. Um, but yes, I get of it. course, I get it. Uh, so as for the actors who were considered for this, uh, just one John Travolta was considered okay. by producers. He
1: crossed my mind because, duh. As far as, like, it's a musical, it's the 80s. But I was like, he's not getting on this list of mine.
0: Not in 89. This is when his career was at a stall. Yeah. Um, And this would have been, specifically, the producers wanted it to be him with Olivia Newton-John as Valerie. And here's the thing, because, I mean, listen, you're like, well, duh, Grease was such a hit. But this is post Two of a Kind, which was the movie they did together that was a massive bomb. So the distributors of Earth Girls Are Easy were like, No way in hell are you casting John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. Actually, in 89, was kind of a bit of a swing up for John Travolta because he had uh, the first Look Who's Talking movie, which did very well. and Somehow became a trilogy. Somehow there's a trilogy of Look Who's, of babies and dogs talking.
1: The late 80s, early 90s were a dark time. He,
0: He also had, which I think I need to see... Is this movie, The Experts, where it's him and some guy I don't know, as two New York City guys get jobs starting a nightclub in small town USA. What they don't know is that it's a spy training model town in the USSR. Okay. That they get like drugged and kidnapped and ferried to Russia. Wow. To teach them.
1: I was kind of like, blah, blah, blah. And then (laughs) you said spy town. (laughs) And I'm in.
0: I'm in. Oh, I mean, come on. Two New York City guys starting a nightclub in small town USA? Boring. It's Rush- It was Russia the whole time?
1: Sign me up. Where do I stream Sign
0: it? me up. Uh, but I get it. I'm getting Travolta as Mac. I
1: understand it.
0: I'm into it. If this was the early 80s. Then we're
1: having a different combo. I'm in tr-
0: more interested. I'm more interested. Um, but those if are this the-
1: is him and Jamie Lee Curtis in the early 80s in,
0: specifically imperfect in so it's still so valerie instead of a nail uh nail tech, nail she's, te- an tech, instructor. She's, she's an aerobics constructor okay. so um okay you put perfect just as it is but you add in jim carrey and damon wayne's <laughs> alongside john travolta <laughs> doing the gyrations doing all of the we got ourselves a picture we got ourselves some comedy i mean that seems already hilarious i mean listener, if you haven't seen perfect terrible movie but just look up like workout scene perfect to see Jamie Lee Curtis and John Travolta to see John Travolta's like balls thrusting against his his short shorts. Um, But Jim Carrey and Damon Wayans would make a physical comedy meal of that. 100%. But those were all the characters that I found other casting options for. But there are a few characters we did not mention. So I want to briefly touch on them. Uh, Julie Brown as Candy co-wrote the film. I I, I forgot. or didn't realize that she's the coach in Clueless. Yes. So, I was like, I don't know if I've seen her in anything else. It's like clueless. But she's so charming. She's, she's so funny. Like, very funny. I didn't funny. realize that that was her singing the blonde song it was because that was shot like after production. Um,
1: oh, you didn't realize it's candy?
0: No. Oh, because yeah. it feels like it just comes so out of nowhere that does, I was like, who is this? I just thought it was a complete like. Oh. No. And now. Here's this girl. number
1: one. It's the same voice, but number two, there aren't a lot of characters.
0: You slap in it. a wig on a person, and sometimes my mind goes I face blind. It, I it, I, 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 I've got wig blindness. If you put a wig on someone, sometimes I don't recognize you, dear. When you, when you put you put a wig on, and, <laughs> and I like, got a lot of wigs. You this show me a scary. picture, and I'm like, well, who's this stranger? And you're like, it's me in a wig. And I'm like, look at this beauty, <laughs> which I was thinking before, but I wouldn't say because I thought it was some <laughs> rando, not my
1: wife. <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> confessions here on the pod
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah I think she's so fun she's so good uh, mm-hmm. and yeah so Damon Wayne's as Zeebo and Jim Carrey's Whiplock Great. they're I mean you really they crushed they got Damon like these Wayans two Damon
1: Wayne's in that dance off
0: killing so, he's like, got so those moves great at dancing Ugh. but
1: also so funny like so i mean obviously funny. he's funny as damon wayans but like yeah just seeing these these guys who are both very physical comedians you see but basically like being restricted to that for True. both of them because like you know it, it, they're not they're not it's not buster keaton you know right. like so to have basically that be like their main method of of uh comedy delivery the comedy delivery mechanism
0: and it's fun seeing jim carrey at the beginning of the career of seeing where it's like you i wonder how much was he was he because he so much is clearly just him doing his thing of how much is he being just encouraged is he being reined in when it's like you're not the lead you're not the focus you're you're stealing focus go
1: ahead go off
0: right because i didn't see anything like that but i could see uh i could see the movie where certain actors are like well like Tommy Lee Jones famously in Batman Forever I cannot abide I'm paraphrasing but I cannot abri- abide your tomfoolery uh, they just could not well, stand that Jim Carrey <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones Tommy thing Lee you've Lee ever,
1: Jones heard. Thing I've ever heard isn't that the I old Texan Tom? Tommy J- enough Lee Jones? with the moose <laughs>
0: Uh, but I think yeah, they're so good. They're so they're so funny, uh, even when they're saddled with this gleeplop alien language in the beginning. And Angeline as herself—that's that really was Angeline. something. Which if you don't, they just started this miniseries with Emmy Rossum as Angeline.
1: Yeah, um, I am. I would yeah. watch it.
0: With her, because I didn't really know, so I didn't know when I saw this those first times. I was like, "And who's this character?" Like, I just thought it was some crazy character. Yeah, no, she's like with an, big glasses and giant blonde hair, and just in front of a Google billboard her of herself. If you don't
1: know who she is, but she she basically has had a billboard in L.A. for like twenty something. She years, had like a big years? billboard
0: campaign in the eighties. Yeah, like and ever just said Angeline and nothing else, and people were like, "What? Well, who?" The, there were people doing stories on her, like, "Who is this?" Yeah. like person who is this creature and they'll they're a singer they're just a personality yes and they're in this for a hot minute where they get their car smashed into by ziploc weebo Whiplock, and zeebo yes. and woody uh but it, i'm delighted i'm yeah. delighted by it
1: yeah she's like an la icon in in the way that like You just don't, in the, uh, in the age of social media, it's harder to become an icon in this like weirdly old fashioned kind of way where I, I, you know, I did the old fashioned way. I bought a, bought a billboard. I bought a bunch of
0: billboards. Yeah. 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 I did the same thing. I bought an Instagram ad. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm a sponsored ad. No, Angeline did the Billboard. Uh Final thoughts, Amy Joe. Anything we haven't touched on? Any moments? Any characters sprung out at oh,
1: There's so much we didn't even. There's a lot. Like, it's hard to yeah. convey. Like there, there's like this whole Gina Davis in the blonde wig giving me like like Eurhythmics and early. Um, Early solo career, Annie Lennox music videos, while she's like setting things on fire. It's and such like a good number. Rolling a bowling ball into his computer. Uh, yeah, listener, like, at least
0: look up the the songs on YouTube. Like, watch yeah. the musical numbers.
1: Yeah. Um. I want there. There's like a couple shots of her nails. She has one where they're like blue with wavy orange, and I want them. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know. It's so fun. It's just so goofy and campy and silly, and the like. I love anyone who's ever seen me in person and sees the kinds of things I wear. Like, I'm a fan of an absurd amount of color. <laughs> this is also why I love having a Christmas tree. It's like, I have too many ornaments, and there's too much color, and it's exactly right for me. So, like, watching this, this movie is all like... all the ornaments. Exactly. This film is like an overcrowded Christmas tree of ornaments. Just like, wow, look at all this visual stimulation. In a way, <laughs> I love... So, um, I don't know. It's a real... It's a real silly time.
0: Strong recommend from both of us. If you haven't already done so, or if you haven't seen it in a long time, like honestly, just give it another watch. uh, Cause it's so charming and so silly. Uh, Especially like in this day and age, it's when you just want like a silly, silly delightful camp comedy with all these great stars at the beginning of their careers. uh, In many cases, uh, definitely. I will end with this. As we uh, said earlier, there was a several, stage readings for a broadway musical adaptation Uh, where the zeebo and woody characters so damon waynes and michael mckean were omitted from the stage version they were simplifying the number of aliens and losing woody right uh julie brown reprised her role of candy surely mark kudish as as the doctor honestly
1: perfect big for for what was this like 2003
0: 2001 to something like it was the start of the millennium is what i saw yes so early 2000s, 2000, so 2001 for
1: we're talking like early 2000s mark kudish is the guy for that
0: is the guy hunter foster as mac
1: oh also early i mean we're 2000s, like so that's before
0: you're like, in town
1: yeah but he had is been like, he well had i been know been but i just around. mean in terms
0: of yeah. where whereabouts he is mm-hmm. yeah he was in like the greece revival yes um Devin May as Whiplock.
1: Oh right. Bat Boy Bat the Boy Musicals. Himself.
0: Devin May. Uh, and a largely unknown Kristen Chenoweth as Valerie. She
1: already had a Tony.
0: Well, then maybe this had, maybe some of these readings were started in the 90s then, because Well, I don't but know, she would
1: have been largely unknown because she wasn't in film and television at this point. But this is yeah. she already yeah. had That's her the Tony way. for
0: for Sally for and you have a good man, Charlie yeah, Brown. Totally. Well,
1: also she and Mark Kudish were an item at this time.
0: Wow. Yeah. Do you, so, do you, you think they real... met on this? No. No.
1: They, they. I forget what they met on, but I think when I looked this up before, I was like, when was it they met? It was before this, but they were, yeah, they were engaged, you know?
0: Well, dang.
1: Yeah, but that's a very um, Jeff Goldblum, Gina Davis kind of thing this too. This is very
0: true. Uh, yes, well, sadly, it never grew and became the Broadway musical that it could have been, but it's also like, this, this shouldn't be on Broadway. This should, this should be an off-Broadway show. Absolutely. They should try again. Get this off Broadway.
1: Apparently, Julie Brown, I because I remember when we first watched this, me being because I immediately thought, why is this not a stage musical? So I looked it up. I was like, oh, they tried. Um, but apparently it was also in the wake of 9-11. It just was very difficult to do a lot of things. Yeah. And Julie Brown also said something to the effect of, like, wow, it's really tiring to do a Broadway musical because you know, you do a, a movie, and yes, you're doing a lot of work beforehand, but you're kind of getting compensated as you go. Whereas for a Broadway musical, you put in so much time yeah, with no guarantee of any compensation whatsoever. Like no, no compensation, unless right. it's a commission. We're she's like, like, so you're putting a lot of- Everything is Everything, yeah. So she's like, wow, you put in an awful lot of time. Like, well, yeah, welcome. Welcome to New York, honey.
0: <laughs> welcome to Broadway. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Where you know it's good if it makes it to the stage. No, that's not true. You just endured. it. <laughs> Amy Chow, Jeffrey,
0: what are you recommending this week?
1: I just listened to this incredible podcast that came out this year. It's called wild things. It's something like six episodes and it is on Siegfried and Roy. And basically it focuses on the 2003 tiger attack on roy oh. but then it goes back and tells us like how they met and their whole story and how they kind of transformed vegas and what led up to the attack whose fault was it like the investigations that went on around it fascinating truly riveting like a friend recommended it and i was like oh, okay you know uh, sure it seems short yeah. and as soon as i started it's so well put together there's so much great tape from so many like dancers in the show and stagehands who were there and like animal handlers the the guy who runs the guadalajara zoo that they bought the tigers like the litter of tigers one of which was the one that ended up being involved in the mauling like it's just fascinating um and really fun like really i mean it's again when i said riveting i i genuinely mean that i was like walking down the street today and a friend i was like on the last episode and a friend was like Hi. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm <laughs> really up. invested in my podcast.
0: <laughs> I wasn't listening.
1: Let me alone. So anyway, that it's called Wild Things. Wild
0: Things. Yeah. Love it. Jeff. Amy Joe.
1: What you recommended?
0: I'm just gonna recommend once more that you check out our new Patreon wow. for and almost starring once again. We're keeping Juna Davis month going with a full-length watch-along commentary on the fly. Watch along with us uh as Amy Joe has her mind uh, blown. Wrecked. <laughs> And that's what we're recommending this week. Da, da, da. Do you have a movie that you'd love for us to break down the casting of? Email us at analmoststarring at gmail.com and let us know.
1: Follow us on Instagram at analmoststarring and witness the shenanigans that transpire. And
0: witness me.
1: Witness me.
0: Until next time, I'm Jeff Ronan. I'm Amy Jo Jackson. And thanks for joining us to see who almost starred.